Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. 17-10 lead for the Liberty over the sun right now. We got just buckets after buckets, Trista. Look I at love this. it. Woo. My girl Vandersloot already has four of the five points that I need from her. So that's you, good news. You know, I love watching in basketball more than anything. Just great shooters. That's, shooters. I, don't, I don't need anything else. I just want to see people then get buckets from anywhere on the court. And that's all we're getting Sabrina in this game. has a rainbow shot in this series. Yeah. I think she's worried about uh, Alyssa Thomas just blocking the mess out of her spot, of her shot. It's very Steph Curry looking where it's just kind of yeah, like right. the shoot and pull Chris, back. Yeah. Like it's just, no, I know. But like, you know, how Steph will sometimes like toss it up, pull his hands yeah. back. And yeah. Kinda, yeah. It's like he doesn't keep, he doesn't hold his form. Like that, it's that, that yeah. quick release. That's kind of what she's got going on. It's like a mm-hmm. flick of the wrist. Flick of the wrist. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you get, gotten over your Packers loss last night? Oh yeah. 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 You good I now? Bet, I bet the Lions, um, no, it wasn't like that I was bent out of shape about yeah, the loss. Yeah, in the first half you kind of were. No, I you were, just, you were no, ups- guys, you were I, I watched it three times. I've just Stop never. It. You did not watch it three times. Oh, I promise. Here, I'll show you Why? my notes. I'll show you my notes only of the game. The, uh, only the condensed version, though. Well, oh, yeah, obviously, no, but still. No, like I this. watched the full two this morning. I, I liked it because I need to see them get in the formations. Because what I was hoping to see, I thought maybe last night I was on mushrooms. I was not. I was here at work. And uh, there was no pre-snap motion. And so I, t- I took some notes. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys know that Aaron Jones did not touch the football until the Packers were already down three scores? Yep. That's your best football player right there. Christian Watson, the same thing. They called Jordan Love making his big primetime standalone start against a really good Detroit defense. Ten straight passing plays in a row before they attempted a run. And then they ran A.J. Dillon twice, back-to-back on first and second down. All game long, they just kept setting Jordan Love up for known passing downs, third and long. That was the worst play calling I've seen in National Football League history. Matt LaFleur is no longer Matt LaFleur. He's Matt LaFlower. We can't say his name. How about Matt LaFlop? Matt LaFlop. I like that too. But he also um, was almost in tears. And then it was weird. He got really snippy at the podium last night in the press, Mm -hmm. in the uh, post-game presser, you know, and he started going off because one of the reporters asked him about his, um, about his players. Um, My gosh. (laughs) Sorry, we got a lot going on. It's not me, I promise you guys. Um, No, it's not you. It's just another day that ends in Y. Anyway, one of the the reporters that's been covering the team, Pete, for like 30 years, like three decades literally, asked LaFleur, this is what's crazy, because LaFleur is usually a pretty mild-mannered guy, and he's like, hey, um, do you question your team's effort? And LaFleur's like, that's a BS question, went off, like you could see it. And, uh, but yet I watched the game back, and at halftime, LaFleur didn't he say literally questioned the, yes and yes. so like what are you getting all snippy about there and uh the play calling was bad though like Jordan Love is still a young quarterback I get that he's been there for four years now short throws get rid of the ball quickly you're going against a Lions pass rush we talked about it last night getting a ton of pressure all season long they're getting home and then they're a really good run defense too I get that but you got to use AJ or I'm sorry Aaron Jones you use too much AJ Dillon so I was always over it, but man, that was just uh, brutal. You can't defend that kind of stuff. LaFleur was terrible last night. And you also can't say, although he probably doesn't even remember at halftime that he said what he said. So, like, I get it. Like, if you catch a player or a coach post-game after getting whooped, like, they're they're going to be emotional. Aaron like, Rodgers ain't walking through that door, Matt. you got to get it figured out. But they've got—when you, you get 
when you get outscored in the first half of a game, twenty-seven to three, you gotta, yeah, it's a fair question to ask about effort for a team when they looked like they had no business even being on that football field. Well, last thing, really quick, because like everybody would always say, well, Aaron Rodgers is changing the plays at the line of scrimmage. We finally get to see the Matt Lafleur offense. Like I love Matt Lafleur. I think he's been really good, obviously, in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback, who also won two MVPs during this stretch. But then you go back and like look at how Matt LaFleur got this job, right? He called plays for one year where he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. And that year, their offense wasn't even top 20. Right. He didn't even use Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry didn't become Derrick Henry until after LaFleur had left. So uh, I just, I, I don't know how good he is yet. I mean, now that Rodgers is gone, because I thought we were going to get all this creativity, pre-snap motion, and there's been some trick plays. You guys saw the trick plays, the yeah, fourth and did. two nonsense yeah. that looked like me and my buddies when we were hammered at 30 buck, thrown around the vortex. So... We're going to find out a lot about Amadio LaFleur and about Jordan Love. I know everybody's all hyped up. All the other shows on the network. Oh, yeah, Jordan Love, MVP. Hey, pump the brakes. I don't even know if he's good, guys, but what well, do I know? I just watched the results. Remember, the, the, uh, the biggest liability for a while for the MVP market was um, Justin Fields. Oh, I thought so, you were going to say Jordan Love. No, no not like, Jordan Jesus. Love. I was going to say Jordan Love. That's why I had to stop because we were talking about Jordan Love. But what I'm saying is like when people get these overreactions to the young quarterbacks, you pump, pump the brakes a little bit. I, I understand that we saw Lamar Jackson his first year as a starter. And we saw Patrick Mahomes. But for the majority of the time, that stuff doesn't happen. What we did learn for sure was that this is the Lions division to lose, without question. Like, oh, they're winning this division. There is yes. no more, like, well, maybe the Packers and maybe the Vikings. No, it's done. It would done. be the Packers, it's though. The We're Lions. all in agreement yes, there, right? It would oh, be. as the if other anybody team? else, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it would be the Packers. But yeah. even that, I wouldn't be very confident. I'd give them, like, a 25% chance. Our man Andy Herman, who came on the show a couple of days ago, uh, and he was just, I don't know if you guys saw him on Twitter, he was just rage-tweeting. Just about <laughs> the, the best Packers. tweeting. He was oh, yeah. so mad. I mean, just so, so mad about how many Lions fans were there, about the lack of effort, uh, just about the play calling. There was just one thing after another. Uh, it was how the Packers need to feel embarrassed. Everybody, here, here's what I'm going to say, though, okay? So I'm embarrassed for the Packers because they continue to run some of these guys out on that field. Like LaFleur said it last night, we got to do something about the run defense. Doing the same things over and over, that's the definition of insanity. Here's the problem, though. Like, we've been saying this for years. The run defense is a problem. What's a bigger problem is the fact that Royce Newman is still on any NFL roster, let alone their roster. He can't play the position. He's terrible. That's what Andy was tweeting about. Yeah. I don't, like, the Packer fans are all bent out of shape. I've been saying this, like, Green Bay, it's not a big place, and they're probably not winning a Super Bowl this year. But the fans, like the season tickets, I mean, these people, Trista, they're 180 years old. I go to the game and I like stand up and I chant defense and they're like down in front. Big playoff game. So I'm kind of used to that. And uh, I didn't really hate it because I am happy for the Detroit Lion fans, to be honest. They're fun. I hate them the least in the division and they deserve this. They have not won the division since 1992. I was eight years old at the time when they won the division, man. I think Eric Kramer was their quarterback that year. So. Um, it's been a long time since Barry Sanders walked through that. Do either room. of you know any Lions fans? Yeah, I know a couple. Yeah. And just I know every one. year they're so loyal. And yeah. that's the thing. They're just like, oh, we they, we love our team. Like, that's the thing. Like, there are certain fan bases that have suffered for so long in the line. I feel like we talk a lot about, like, you know, Cleveland Browns fans or, like, the Lions, Lions fans have even been forgotten in that sense. Yeah. Where it's just like it doesn't exist at all. And this is their chance to finally have a team that matters. And look, Jared Goff has been really good. Like, he's been a really good quarterback beyond his time with Sean McVay. Hey, really. And they're fun. Like, let's be honest. The Lions are a lot of fun because you have David Montgomery, who's a pretty good story. I mean, last night 
And Packer fans were taking shots. You know, my guy Winkler was like, "What, what does everybody think? We're the Warriors or the the Harlem Globetrotters? They just they live to beat us." And it's like, no, David Montgomery had to spend the last couple of years in Chicago mm-hmm. playing for that organization. So beating the Packers, that's huge for him. He finally got to do it, and he's out of Chicago. Like we see what's going on right there. Yep. The Lions are fun. Jared Goff was written off. Um, oh, he got paid a lot of money. You know, so I, I don't feel too bad for Jared Goff, but you know, like nobody thought he was any good. Turns out he's still pretty good. Yeah. Really good offensive line. Dan Campbell, I thought maybe there was a chance he was just a glorified gym teacher. He proved me wrong. And it's crazy. <laughs> still a great line, what's, though. What scared me now, okay, but let's find out how good Dan Campbell is, not only like when they step up in class because they've already beaten some good teams, they beat mm-hmm. the Chiefs already, but I want to see what happens when Ben Johnson leaves next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's the brains behind the operation yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. Because everybody else is just like ex-players. That's what worried me a little bit about the Lions. It's just like everybody that I was watching in the 90s. They're all just on that staff. uh, The head coach gets a lot of the credit and also a lot of the blame. But in reality, we've noticed, especially in today's NFL, the offensive coordinator can be more important than the head coach. Because look right now at the Eagles' offense. Yeah. It's completely changed. With Shane Steichen not there, it's not the same offense at all. No. Now, some of that just takes an adjustment with a new first-time offensive coordinator. I get that. But you do sometimes see the changes that can happen when you don't have that great offensive mind. And usually, if you've got a great offensive coordinator, you're not going to have them very long because eventually they're going to get a head coaching job. Well, I was listening to Aaron Rodgers actually on Pat McAfee talk about this. And he said that when you get a new offensive coordinator – it's not like you're going to change the entire offense. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be executing the exact same offense. They're not ripping that scheme up and starting from scratch just because Shane Steichen leaves, right? So what what is happening is clearly that it's the person that's deciding to call plays that's either more conservative or more aggressive. And that the play caller matters a lot, but that's personal preference and how good that they are. But the scheme should be exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point right there. I. I just, you know, what's crazy with Detroit is coming into the season, wasn't worried about the offensive line. You know, you worry about like Jared Goff later on in the season when he has to go on the road, cold weather games when he's under pressure. He doesn't really like that a whole lot. But man, they scheme their receivers open. St. Brown's so good. And they're only going to get better because they're going to get one of their better wide receivers Saint back. Brown we think. St. Brown was a bum last you know? night. He missed his prop by and, five yards. Yeah, he didn't have the receptions either. So was Sam Laporta. <laughs> but our, I think one our, reception I needed. One reception, I think, guys. I think our big concern with the Lions, what were they going to look like defensively? Because they were really good the second half of the season. And uh, man, here they are. They could get after the quarterback. They could stop the run. The secondary is holding up. So not my biggest concern for the Lions is just Dan Campbell holding up because, man, does that guy drink a lot of caffeine. Yeah, I drink does. a lot of caffeine. I'll never get over that that number Ten we saw yesterday. Ten shots of espresso? That's crazy. And now Jamison Williams is going to come back earlier because yeah. they've changed the rules for for betting on games in the facility. So that's adding a whole new wrinkle. I don't know if that means that Khalif Raymond is the odd man out or less touches for uh, targets for Josh Reynolds. But, man, Josh Reynolds was awesome. I think they're all just going to get, like, equal targets still, even when he comes back, to be honest. Jamison Williams might have been the best receiver in that class. I just think that's what's crazy. Like, I think that that's what a good play caller does. Mm -hmm. A good play caller... You don't, and that's a good point that you made, Trista, too. Like, the other thing about a good OC is you don't just come in every week with the same game plan. You know, it's not the same script. Like, good coaches, this goes for defense, too. Like, a, like that's why I like Lou Anarumo so much in Cincinnati and why I like Sean McDermott so much. It's not always the same stuff. You know, every once in a while, you'll play a different style, and you see this, like, with offenses, too. You have to attack your opponent's weakness. You yeah. can't just come in. If your team, you know, if the opposing team is the best run defense, you can't run the, uh, 
the same stuff. The same three wide receiver halfback draw. You got to mix it up a little bit. It would so. be, I mean, adding Jamison Williams to this offense already, I, I just want to see what he actually looks like because we barely saw him last season, and then he's suspended, and, and they've got themselves a rhythm. You just kind of work him in lightly, give him, a, give him a few targets every single game. God, the Lions, I mean, at this point now, where do we even rank the Lions in the NFC? Right. I mean, is it 49ers, Eagles, Lions, Cowboys? I don't know if we get to that point yet, but I mean— it feels like it could get at least kind of to that, you know? Like, God, they really are they really are a team that you look at now and you start to take seriously on both sides of the football. So, I don't know. We'll see. We're going to start getting into all the, uh, you know, the rest of the week four games uh, as the show goes on. But there's one or two underdogs hmm, maybe considering a little sprinkle on next. Bet MGM the night. Oh, yeah. Tristan, Nick, and Ryan are taking a break to catch up on their bets. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more on BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.